Welcome back to the Practice Purchase Podcast. You are listening to Season 6, all about a successful transition from not being an owner to being an owner of a dental practice. This episode is going to be a little bit shorter. It's just going to be me talking too, because I want you guys to get some of the tips that I am giving to my clients. At least three, five, seven times a week, I'm having similar conversations, all with dentists who are imminently about to buy a practice. They're within a few weeks of closing. They may be closing on their practice tomorrow. They're a month away from closing. They have lots of different questions. And some of these guests that you're hearing in this season are fantastic. They're talking about good things. And sometimes it's good to just hear the bullet points. So this episode is all about the bullet points of one of the most important things that uh, my clients focus on when they buy a dental practice to ensure that patient attrition stays low, to ensure that the investment that they've made in that practice pays off financially, and to ensure that they see a steady flow of new patients into that practice. And of course, I'm talking about online reviews. Now, for the purposes of this, this discussion, I am going to say Google reviews as shorthand for online reviews. Yes, Yelp, um, WebMD, Facebook, there are lots of different um, platforms out there. As I'm recording in 2023, Google reviews are kind of the coin of the realm. And the principles here that, uh, that I'm going to talk through apply whether or not it's Google reviews two, five, 10 years from now, and you need to shift this advice over to a different platform. Uh, so I've got uh, five pieces of advice that I give to my clients when we talk about Google reviews in a dental practice transition. Uh, just a, a real quick stat for you. Um, of the last 100 dental practices we valued, and uh, last year calendar 2022, we valued uh, uh, just shy of 200. And we went back to the last 100. I asked my team to tell me how many of the last 100 dental practices we valued had over 100 Google reviews. So Google reviews in the triple digits. By the way, I didn't ask them 100 positive Google reviews. I just said, how many have triple digits? The answer was three. <laughs> so um, if you're looking at a dental practice to purchase and they have over 100 Google reviews, you're looking at a unicorn. Um, and so chances are that you're buying a dental practice that hasn't focused on online reviews, which is completely normal, not a problem. It's not a red flag. It's not a sign of a dental practice that's uh, terrible and crappy. In fact, if the practice you're looking at has good financial results, they've got collections over 800. 800,000, they've got you know well-managed overhead, steady stream of new patients, all of those things, and they only have 13 Google reviews with you know 4.2 stars or whatever, <laughs> and five of which were their mom, family, and sister, and brother, et cetera. Uh, that just means that practice has a foundation of good business that Google reviews will only help. So here are my five points. When you're transitioning to be an owner of a dental practice, I always tell folks not to make big changes to things like the schedule, health insurance, um, et cetera. Google reviews are one of those things that are um, simple enough that I would honestly focus on this from day one. And if not day one, because you're trying to get your head on straight on the literal day one, week one or month one. Um, and the first thing I tell them is just ask your staff to focus on Google reviews. Not very complicated. Like it sounds simple, but what you know, have you actually asked your staff to ask for reviews? I would, and just to get a little bit more granular, make it a goal for each of your team members to ask two patients a day. That's it. Hey, you know, um, Monica, as you're talking, you know, you have eight hygiene appointments on the schedule today. Um, I'd like you to ask two of those patients for Google reviews. 
piece of cake. And, and the second thing you can do with that is you can make it a little fun. You can be the nice, cool, fun, new owner that comes in and says, hey, I'd like you to do this thing. I'd like you to ask for reviews. And I want you to, in, in order to make this fun for the office, every time you ask a patient for a review, um, I want you to uh, write your name on this little slip of paper. We're going to put it in this coffee can or whatever. And, um, and, and once a week, once a month, I'm going to draw a name out and you're going to get a $100 gift card. Or you're going to uh, get the choice of where we eat lunch that month or something like that. So make it fun. Give a shout out to the team members when a patient includes their name in the review and give them a gift, things like that. But just the, the number one on the list is just ask. Okay, number two is uh, I like offices that put up QR codes in the office to make it simple. I wouldn't put them all over the office. I wouldn't have 17 QR codes up and down the hallways in between operatories. A few QR codes in strategic places that bring the patient to the place you want to ask for reviews. Um, You know, you can get strategic here and you can send them to services that I'll talk about here in a second, or you can send them straight to Google. The risk of sending them straight to Google is somebody that's dissatisfied, of course, leaves a negative review. I'm of the opinion that more, that volume trumps all. And if you are the type of dentist to listen to a podcast about uh, a successful dental dental transition, you're also going to be that dentist who gets um, almost universal positive feedback. And if you and, and I'll, I'll make a point later on about uh, negative reviews. But put up some QR codes at the front desk, maybe in a specific place in the operatory as people are leaving, getting their little goodie bags or whatever it is. Uh, but just put up that QR code to make it software or make it simple. Excuse me. All right. My third tip is uh, is to ask and use a third party to help with this process. I personally love the option uh, the the service called Swell. Swell does a good job. I've seen many of my clients use them. Um, One client in particular got uh, 126 reviews in the first month of ownership. Uh, Very impressive, of course, but there are a lot of services out there. Swell isn't the only one. Uh, But what you're doing, my general principle here is you're outsourcing some of the nuts and bolts of Google reviews and making sure they're positive and have a process and, and all that. You're outsourcing that to someone else. You're going to pay a little fee. And it's the same principle as using an accountant to do your bookkeeping and hiring a payroll company to do the payroll. You are trying to focus your efforts in the office on being really good at dentistry uh, instead of getting really good at asking for reviews and the process of reviews. So use a third party. Number four, um, respond to your reviews. Right? Jump on. Somebody leaves a five-star review and say amazing things. Jump on and say, thank you. We loved having you as well. You are a fantastic patient. Um, if you make it a habit of responding to your reviews, people will notice. They'll see that you're engaged in the business. And the the percentage of people that look beyond just the, the stars, right, the, the oh, this is 4.6, let me call, that's great. Uh, the people that actually click on those reviews and actually kind of read through some of the top reviews and things, they're going to be impressed that you take the time to respond to your reviews. Now, what if it's a negative review? Well, that's the one that you have to respond to for sure. People look to see your responses. They want to feel validated um, that you respond to them. And they want to know that if they're the ones that have a negative experience, you're going to take the time to listen, even if it is on a forum like uh, a review site. So, you know, make sure when you're applying, of course, keep HIPAA guidelines in mind, but um, respond to those reviews. And my fifth and final tip that I give to my clients is when a patient gives you a compliment in the office, they're up at the front desk. 
they're in your chair, you hear them around the corner talking to the assistant as they're taking x-rays, whatever it is, if you hear a compliment, don't be afraid to ask them if they'd write that in a review. They're already primed to say and think good things about you. Something positive came to their mind. And so ask them, you be the one to ask them to write that in a review. And heck, you know, you can have a QR code laminated that you kind of bring around uh, for your hygiene checks or whatever it is. Don't be afraid. So beyond just asking your staff to do two a day, you be you lead the way. Show through your leadership that you're willing to ask for a review and use as a cue a compliment. So those are my tips. I give uh, my clients those tips as we're talking through Google reviews. Um, as I recommend highly, make these a focus of your first few months of ownership and business, and you'll see the results come through both new patients, staff happiness, uh, of course, financial, and all of that. Let me know how your experience goes as you focus on Google reviews. If I missed anything, if you'd like to take umbrage with anything that I said, um, I'd love to hear your feedback. And uh, thanks for listening.